Hello, I'm Kimberly and welcome to RezStyle. I'm here with Gary Davis. Many of you guys know him as Lightfoot. And you're here visiting on the Lacoudere Ojibwe Reservation in northern Wisconsin. And since your career began back in 1991, you've really evolved from a rapper to an actor to entrepreneur, motivational speaker, all these things. How is it? How do you feel about how your career has evolved? It's a pretty eclectic resume now. Um, you know, some of it is is just growth, you know, and and just you know realizing the sky's the limit, and and as you move and and take on new things and and look at new opportunities but a lot of it you know isn't much different than what we've always been doing i mean the message has always been there um, during all of the concerts i would always stop and talk and you know i, I guess over the years that message is, has been pretty powerful for folks and, you know, um, uh, kind of stands alone now. It doesn't require a concert uh, for me to go and rap uh, for people to uh, to want to hear the message. And, and on the other end of it, you know, it, it, I guess at the heart of everything, there's always been a, a business uh, mindset. Um, you know, I, I didn't have capital to start off my businesses. I went and got a job and when that wasn't enough money to get done what we needed to get done, I went and got another job and I believed in it and believed in the vision and you know, self-capitalized, um, self-financed uh, what we were doing and, and moved forward. And then when I started actually having stuff to sell and people actually wanted to buy it, I uh, was able to go out and, and take that money and reinvest it and, and do more stuff and buy equipment and, and do bigger stuff. So, you know, business has always been at the essence of everything. And I, and I always watch my father do business. He was an entrepreneur. My grandfather was an entrepreneur. And um, it's an awesome opportunity now to be able to uh, help Indian country uh, with some of that entrepreneurial spirit and to also look at higher level advocacy, which I think is something that I've always done. Uh, but but hone that and focus it to sustainability, self-sufficiency, how do we create economy for our communities and yeah, so I mean it, it's new but kind of it's not new, you know. This is the easy stuff. Do this work. Just do this work, man. Apply yourself. You can accomplish this. Look at what your relatives did. Look at what your relatives did. When you look at Cahokia, right outside of St. Louis, Missouri, and the mounds that they built there. We talk about business. Sometimes people come in and say, oh, wow, Lightfoot, you know, business isn't really a native thing. I'm like, what are you talking about business isn't a native thing? It's about the most traditional activity of anywhere any tribe could be involved in. Business has always been a part of Indian country. Business has always been indigenous. And you go back there to that community and you still see, we go to the powwow now and it's almost like it's a new thing to see vendors around the powwow. Man, that's about as old school as you can get. Right there in Cahokia, they still have the foundations of the 10 by 10 places where vendors were for years operating family held and business just in general with people that came there from all over the place. And I'm not talking about just North America. They found pottery and remnants and minerals and things there that don't come from North America, that don't come from Central America, that don't come from South America. We've got relations that cross seas to get to that place and do business. We've got people that came there and lived there, lived and died there. And you see society was beautifully done right there in Cahokia. Did you read that in your history books? Over the last two years, you've been going up on Capitol Hill and speaking and about the economics in Indian country. 
what has brought you to try and bring that to the forefront? Well, you know, right now I serve as president and CEO of the National Center for American Indian Enterprise Development. Of course, we have, you know, our, our businesses, and it was really important for me to express to the board that while I was honored to take that position, uh, I wasn't going to give up my community work, and I wasn't going to give up what is sort of the lifeblood and at the essence of everything that I've done in Indian country for, you know, going on 30 years. And um, in this position, I think that we've really worked hard to make sure that folks see it as a uh, an organization that's concerned about moving forward. Uh, opportunity for Indian country and about creating self-sufficiency and sustainability and in doing that and focusing on that work and and, and really um, waking up every single day and, 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 and doing everything that we can to make that uh, actionable folks I think on the hill uh, have paid attention to that and you know the Senate Indian Affairs uh, Committee has asked me on uh, two occasions to testify to Congress about economic development and I think it's our mission then at, at that point in time to really give our perspective you know of what is working what isn't working what needs to happen uh, what isn't happening enough and to let them know so that they can uh, do their best as a, a committee at the Senate uh, to help Indian country make that change that it needs uh, as far as legislation, uh, new policy, oversight of federal agencies that could be doing things potentially better for us and, and we need to, to have that voice up there because if it's not up there uh, and we're not s stating our issues or, or making sure that they're at the forefront, uh, it tends to not get dealt with. And uh, so I have uh, found myself sitting in front of the Department of Defense and Defense Logistics Agency making sure they understand uh, the relationship with Indian country and why there are some of the programs that we have there and the importance of, of uh, consistency. And um, no, I probably wouldn't have thought about doing some of those things 10 years ago. Um, but you know, the Creator is amazing and through those experiences that I've had and my journey, uh, they've all sort of stacked and stacked and stacked and led me to the situation that I'm in today and I don't feel intimidated, I don't feel unqualified, I don't feel any of those things. I feel like I've got such a unique experience in Indian country that I could probably add to the conversation in a way that, you know, because of that journey that maybe not a whole lot of other people have that perspective, you know, on such a broad scope huge teaching moment in my life. That if the Creator has us to do something, let's not get so worried about the process and worried about the, all the little stuff. Just do the job. Because if we've been put here to do it, we've already got everything we need to do it. We may not know it. We may not have ever used it before. But if you get put in that situation and the Creator gives you that opportunity, you've already got everything you needed. From standing on the set of Indian in the cupboard, when I walked in the door and I'm like going, oh my God. I mean, I've been in so many of those oh my God moments. Like, so it's the 20th anniversary of Indian in the Covert. Wow. Has your kids watched Indian in the Covert? That makes me feel younger by the minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but I mean, it's not like, hey kids, go watch Indian in the Covert. Have you watched Indian in the Covert today? Um, they've, you know, my son, my, my five-year-old, who's awesome and just uh, a 24-hour-a-day rock star. Um, a ton of energy uh, is watching uh, this reel. We put together a reel a few months back to kind of, you know, encapsulate all the film uh, and, and TV work that I've done. And he goes, 
So he's, he's watching it. He watched it. It's like about four minutes. It's like a little short thing. And, and he watches. He's like, you can see he's like looking at the t or at the screen and he's looking at me and he's looking at the, he's looking. And it gets done and he goes, why are you an actor? <laughs> I'm like, there you go. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. But, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty awesome, you know, for 20 years to have passed and it still be as relevant and meaningful as a film. I guess it wouldn't be a reach to call it a classic at this point. You know, it's everything that everybody would have hoped for when we were making it, that it would last and that it would mean something. And, you know, I remember the director telling me, hey, look, you know, show up every day because once it's in the can, once we've recorded it, once we've filmed it, it's forever. And he would say that. And I would really think about that. And and so everybody put such a, an intense amount of work into that. And, you know, Tracy Shenandoah, Joanne Shenandoah from up in New York at, at Onondaga uh, to come down and add the authentic, you know, nature and, and guidance and consulting to make sure we did our job well and, you know, bringing the character to life. So it's awesome. You know, I got the, the special featurette thing there. Um, nobody else got you know the opportunity to do that so I thought that was pretty cool uh, so there's like a 20 minute little small you know looking back retrospective thing that I did uh, for Sony and so it was cool I'm, I'm excited about it I think it's awesome what does your future look like what do you have think of that you're going to go in the next 20 years are you thinking about politics or just Jeez. yeah I don't know I, you know I've I, it's come up a couple of times um, but you know I, I have had such a, an awesome opportunity to, 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 to really work across Indian country. Um, I think that we'll have to look at what those opportunities are and, you know, pray about it. I, I talk about that and encourage other people to do that. And of course, that'll be part of the process of us really, you know, looking at that and deciding what that'll be. I, I it just, arts, I think, you know, I, it, there's, 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 that part of my life here in the last three, four, five years that I haven't really been able to focus on as much. It's been more business and more, you know, consulting and doing stuff like that. And man, I've, I've had so much music inside of me and I've had so much that I want to do in film and in acting. And I just haven't had the chance, had the opportunity. And, you know, I want to get some of that out too. I want to, I want to do some of that. So I would say you could probably look, you know, here in the near future for another album. Um, I figured as long as Jay-Z can keep doing it, you know, I'm good. So, um, you know, and the fans have been asking for it. I mean, there's not probably a day goes by that somebody on Facebook or Twitter or somewhere doesn't ask about another album or ask about another project. And, um, and I'm excited about doing that. I want to do another project, and, and we will. So you can look for another album. All the music's on iTunes now. Uh, so folks can get that and and just the, the book you know I've got a book so that happens. Tell me about your book. You know people would always ask for the talks they would always ask if we had it written down or if there was something there and I you know I thought to myself I really want to do this in a meaningful way and and, and a lot of people you know in talking with Carmen and and us just sitting around and kind of kicking things around it was very obvious to us that people didn't know a lot about my journey. They knew me, they knew the music, or they knew the film, but they didn't kind of know how it all came to pass, and they didn't know the struggle, and they didn't know my background, and they didn't know those things. And, you know, we wanted to, to make the book be semi-autobiographical, but, you know, enough, uh, just enough, so that it could show the relevance of how I've pushed through a lot of things, so that it could be helpful to people and that they could, um, you know, gather something and pull something from it and, and be motivated and inspired uh, in their own way. And so the book's called The Medicine of Prayer. 
Um, it's on iBooks, it's on Barnes & Noble, Amazon. Um, and, and it's done really, really well. And um, I think it provides that perspective. But, you know, it's not self, you know, it, 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 it's not a um, arrogant uh, project. It, it was only enough should we use my story to show folks that, you know, I had to overcome a lot of stuff. I had to overcome, you know, a lot of struggles growing up and with family and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and I just kept my eyes focused moving ahead and really, you know, made some mistakes and probably ended up getting into some relationships that I shouldn't have been in. And, and you know, it was the creator always being there for me, pushing me forward to, to, to get me on my path and get me going. And, and, and I think it really is, is when people come away from it, they're like, wow, you know, you, you overcame some stuff to get where you're at. And I think it's funny to me because people sometimes they'll say, you know different, but other folks will come and they'll say, wow, so you got a movie and then you started wanting to be a rapper. And I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> that's not it at all. So, you know, I think the book accomplishes a lot of things, but, you know, good stuff. And, you know, I think it's a good read. It was always show up, go hard, 110%. No excuses. You have another chance. You have another opportunity. Yesterday is yesterday. Can't do nothing about that. Today is today. Tomorrow is tomorrow. You can change what you do right now moving forward. You have control over that. Some things we don't have control over. What you do, what you do, you've got control over it. All I want my life to serve as is a reminder that it's possible. You know, not everybody's going to do what I do. I understand that. I'm not going to do what you do. But whatever you've been born for, there's nobody on this earth that can stop it but you. And some of us do a pretty dang good job of it. Some of us do an excellent job of getting in our own way. Causing ourselves problems that shouldn't be problems. Causing ourselves issues that shouldn't be issues. Bringing negative crap, bringing stuff, and just piling it in front to where you've got to now crawl over or go around stuff that you did. Don't do that. Whatever that means to you, push forward. Push forward. And know that there is nothing, if the Creator has it for you, there is nothing on this earth that can stop you from getting there. And if you understand how to get out there on that road, identify your path and start going down that path, the next most important thing you need to know is what's your gas? Where do you keep filling up your tank to keep going down that road? And some people think, oh, I'm just going to get that job. I'm just going to get that degree. I'm just going to do this. Or I'm just going to do that. Yeah, those are all good things. And it's absolutely potentially a part of what you're supposed to do on that path. But let me tell you something. That's not going to put gas in your tank. What's going to put gas in your tank is this. Pray, 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 pray. You know, we still talk about these great folks like Geronimo. What do you think he did? They said that bullets would fall off of him. You don't think our creator is an amazingly powerful creator? You don't think that our creator can make it rain when people pray for rain? You think our creator can't make things happen when we humble ourselves and do things the right way and ask for that help? Have we gotten so lost that we forget the power of our creator? The creator can't help us build structures that never have been built on the earth and do it in a way that people sit there and scratch their head. How do we do that? That's what we come from. That's what we got to live up to. 
and every day we get closer to that. If you could get, leave us with two pieces of advice, one for the youth in Indian country and one for the entrepreneurs, what would those that be? You know, I can't talk enough about entrepreneurship. It's one of the things that makes me most passionate about what I do right now for the National Center. And I know what entrepreneurship has provided me, opportunity, possibility. Um, you know, if I work really, really hard, I, I see a return uh, eventually for that effort and that energy, and it's just provided me so much in my life. And, and it did that for my father and my grandfather, so I'm an advocate for it all day long. So, you know, believe in your dreams and don't let anybody tell you it's not possible. And if you see something, you know, make sure you do your work, develop your plan, you know, understand your marketplace, know your product. Um, it's not about what you want, it's about the product and the service that you provide and make sure that you, you know, spend the energy and the time preparing to go to war with your product and your company uh, before you step on the battlefield. The biggest part of the fight is before you get out there and before you launch. Uh, you got to do that work. And, uh, and when you do it right and when you do it uh, and provide a service that maybe somebody's not doing right kind of the way that you would do it, you see success and, and it'll come for you and it'll provide you and your family opportunity. And I think that's where, for Indian country, we talk about economy a lot of the time. We're never going to see economy until we have entrepreneurs. You know, people have to have businesses in the community to be able to keep the money in the community. And so that's, that's a large part of our responsibility to find out how to make that happen. And every day that's our work today. As far as for the youth, you know, whatever it may be, don't let other people define you. Don't let other people bucket you. Don't let other people uh, kill your dream, whatever that it is. You know, you've been put here on this earth to do something. You've been put here to accomplish something, something, and that's the creator. That's not any individual or human being that did that. That's something that you were born to accomplish, and find out what that is. Find out what that passion that you were born to accomplish and, and whatever pursuit it is. And if nobody else has done it, we may just be waiting for you to do it. And, and that is something that's a very personal journey. It's not something that you should expect everybody else to understand. And understand, most importantly, that as you begin to do that journey, and even if nobody gets it, that you always have the Creator, and you always have your prayers, and that's what will sustain you. That's what will give you the strength to move forward. I talk a lot about a, a, that in my book. Um, that medicine, you know, when somebody's sick or when somebody's hurt, you know, we give that medicine so that we can get them better. And there is medicine in prayer and, and it sustains us and it can move us forward and it can help us. So don't forget that, you know, don't let people reduce that to something that's not powerful or meaningful or has incredible value. That's how we continue to, to, to push forward when we need that strength and that support. So understand that it's all possible. Understand that, you know, your life has incredible value and, um, you're born uh, for absolutely a reason. You're not here to survive. You're here to live. And don't get into that mode of surviving. Don't get in that mode of it's just another day and, you know, I'm just going to kind of do time here. Get out there. Make sure that you make the most and spend every single day towards what it is you've been born to accomplish. And, um, and keep your head up. You know, it, it's tough. It, it's a lot of things out there against us in the world. But, you know, you can do it and you can make it happen and you can accomplish it. And I hope that if, if everybody else is telling you no, that at least my life has shown you I'm able to accomplish things, I'm no better than you. And if I've been able to do it, you can do it. You have a website where people can get your music and your book and learn more? Yeah, Lightfoot, L-I-T-E-F-O-O-T dot com. Um, all the music now is on iTunes, so we don't really sell the music on the, the website anymore. So you can go to iTunes, Google Play, 
Amazon, wherever you find a digital store. It's on Spotify, Apple Music. You can stream it, you know, so you can listen to it wherever you want. And then the book is on iBooks, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever you want to get the book. Um, and then Facebook, facebook.com slash L-I-T-E-F-O-O-T. Twitter, at Lightfoot. Same for Instagram. Just everywhere? You know, uh, YouTube, uh, Vimeo. My wife is trying to get me to be on Snapchat, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Like, I got one more social media thing to to, to manage." I'm, but she's. I'm probably gonna get on Snapchat too. I can't even remember what my Snapchat is, but um, anyway, I you know, follow me. You know, I, I would love to have you guys. I'm the only one that pays attention to my Facebook page. I still, you know, I feel like it's a way to engage folks. So I'm definitely going to be the one that responds to if you email me. It might take a minute sometimes, but I will be the one that, that responds. So, you know, thank you guys for your support and everybody out there in Indian country. I appreciate you. Well, thank you for joining me. It's Kimberly Acosta on ResStyle, Indian you Country for TV. you've done for all these years. Thank you for constant being that voice, constantly being the voice and, and being out there covering these things and, and helping everybody out there grow and reporting from Indian country. You know, we started our career the same year. Well, there you go. See? And we're both still 23. Right. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. You're the best. Thank you. But don't think for a second that the creator doesn't have something for you to do. Don't think for a second that the creator can't make that open up for you and you can get pushed forward and you can find all of the things that you've been put here on this earth to do. It is possible now like it's possible. It's just, I would encourage you, don't wait 10 years, don't wait 20 years, don't wait 30 years, don't put yourself through all the obstacles. If you can come to it now, man, come to it now. Spread my wings, I'm in flight to stay fly From deserts to oceans, you can see me in motion Whole world against me, God, what's my odds? A lot to a little, like that shit's a riddle Had clarity from day one, could see this Man upstairs gave a dream, put me in it They say I'm ambitious, a little too much Don't understand, I win, say I've won enough